0: Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez
1: a new year, everybody. Hope that you had a lovely celebration over the weekend. I'm celebrating because right now I'm in studio with a couple of very good friends of mine. Willie Opper joins us in studio and John Craig. i want to make sure I have your uh, your microphones on. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, welcome, Patty. Welcome to this. You haven't been to this studio yet? No. no, no I'm loving so it. It's not quite as uh, fancy schmancy, but it is it does the job. It's I extremely love it well lit. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can do surgery in here. That's for our <laughs> Facebook live stream. We are live streaming on Facebook, so uh, if you want to join the wonderful community of listeners and watchers there, we'd love to have you there. They always have a great conversation. Sometimes someone drops in and is like, oh, nice little uh, vacuum, uh, you know, intellectual vacuum you've got here and stuff. It's like, okay. That's when Elliot's on. <laughs> 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 Elliot and my son Griffin were on together, and we had a blast. That was well, amazing. We talked about the Bible and politics. Perfect. Yes. Please, please tell me Griffin won the arguments. Well, there were no oh. arguments. Yeah, there were no arguments. It was. He was very funny, very dry, um, but really. I, I'm so proud of him. Very, very <laughs> proud of him. Uh, but I I don't know what story to lock into for the new year, but I first want to invite our listeners to join our conversation anytime. 773-763-9278 is the number to call or text us to join anytime. Uh, I've known Willie and John for about, I want to say, eight years maybe? At since, least, yeah. Since yeah. SketchFest. Yeah. Uh, the, the first SketchFest I think I, I participated in, I had I brought in uh, performers for mm-hmm. two weeks, every single night for two weeks ahead of SketchFest, the first time I, I did Perfect. sketch fest uh, i didn't perform in the, that year i was just promoting it and okay. i had so much fun uh and then we did uh we did nerd fest together mm-hmm. i did a women's fest uh john uh often once in a while can't, your wife often had to run my tech and uh not sure if i would make it to a show once in a while uh <laughs> yeah, i yeah I, awesome I, I have a lot of anxiety when i leave the house and sometimes it just is stability. it's not that i'm coming from anywhere else it's literally from just sitting in front of my mirror going okay i gotta go do this thing
2: oh i 100 <laughs> percent understand
3: that
1: yeah
2: my 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 favorite was the taxi ride. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one was hilarious because Candace was like five minutes like, I don't know where she is.
1: Yeah. Well, my mother had just had uh, been diagnosed with breast cancer, right? And we were trying to like to take our minds off things. Yeah, I don't know why we watched a Star Wars movie. Like, she's not going to get into a Star Wars movie, right? Right. So she comes in and hi, abuelita. She, uh, I I don't, I don't think my mom knows this story. So Griffin was at his desk, kind of like like doing some work, and she goes, she goes, Griffin, you have such good posture. Where did you learn to have such good posture And Griffin said, my mom and I was like, you know just uh, mm-hmm. a little yeah <laughs> And uh, so we start watching this movie and my mom goes, I don't know where she goes, do you know what I think you didn't like to listen to me when you were young because I'm Mexican <laughs> And that's how I wrote uh. the entire hour show that I later did that afternoon because I was like this my poor mom thinks that I like didn't want to listen to anything because she' would, oh, oh my God all the time see I straight. So I, I told her it's because you yelled at me like that. Yeah, and I mean the accent didn't help. Let's be—it was scary. What's it like to have a mother with an accent? It's he the, says
3: uh, with, a, with a mother who came, as my brother-in-law said, straight off the boat from Scotland.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. Does, does the Scottish accent get very scary when when someone's angry? Honestly, uh, well, because it's cute to us. <laughs> that's a good. They sound very That's cute. a good
3: question. Yeah, yes. I, I will say this. I was not one to generally hear my mother's accent until ah. we would go over there or one of the relatives would come to us. And then within a day, I could hear her accent. In two days, I could barely understand her. Really? And then on day three, my ear caught up to whatever she was saying. So there was that one day period where it just sounded like something straight out of a movie where it was just... wah right, right. but you know, brogue. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it was, she didn't, she wasn't much one for yelling. It mm-hmm. was the tone. Yes. And the full name, John Philip Craig.
1: Oh boy. Uh, that's yeah. that's when trouble. I knew I was in trouble. There I'm trying to get to Scotland this year. Oh, aren't we all? Uh, well, I want, I'm thinking about Fringe Fest. I think submissions uh, are this month. I know it costs money, but I'm that, just that is
3: that I have decided uh, I'm in my forties. I need to put together a bucket list. And even if the just go and work one show at Fringe Fest, is on my
4: bucket list.
1: Okay, so if I can get this application in, and we can figure out if I can get this done. Sure. Uh, I th- I don't know which one I want to do. So Willie has been helping me, uh, and, and by helping, I mean he's like, "Could you please give me a chapter of your book that you're writing?" <laughs> uh, so I keep working on the title, right. uh, but I really was at a bar on Saturday uh, with a notebook, but I don't know if it's that one. I don't think that's a one-woman show yet. Uh, oh, okay. Chicago girl. I don't that's think so. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, maybe sometimes mommy swears. I don't. That sounds too mommy though, doesn't it? I'm doing tequila and shamrock. At a, at a theater coming up in March, so okay. maybe Tequila okay. and Shamrock. So it might be possibly that's maybe, about yeah. my, my heritage. That kind maybe. of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I might need a tech guy. We figure this out yeah. and make that happen. That's what <laughs> I need to do. I need to put things out there so that I do them. Uh, but yes, I was at a bar writing the working title again. I keep changing this, but Chicago sure. Girl, City Politics, Sex Scandals, and Serial Killers, and uh, that's kind of what I'm working on. And uh, I'm, I was writing it, you know, some notes down. I'm so glad you guys are both here. Have you ever, do you ever go to a bar or a restaurant and just eat or drink by yourself? Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. um, Not as much as my wife does. Candace used to do it a lot. When Candace was uh, studying for law school, she would actually, for some reason, she felt it was easier for her to go to a bar or go to a restaurant and just study there because yeah. no one
1: would bother her. Well, see, I don't have that problem. I, I may have the opposite problem. <laughs> so uh, so my question is, So, do people ever like sit down at your table if you're sitting alone, sit next to you at the bar, and strike up a conversation? Can you think of oh uh,
3: Not really, Occasionally. No. Hey, it, what it, are you working
1: on there, buddy? Hey, yeah. what you got there? And
3: it's it, it's never would I have, a, if it's a digital thing like a, an iPad or a phone, no, because people... Tend yeah. to read that as oh, I better not disturb them, but if it's a book it's or a... something like a notepad, yeah, they do. oh Yeah, they're like, oh, what are you writing? Or what are you working on? Oh my
1: god, why do people bother us? I,
3: I think it's because I usually look. I, I mean, anybody who can see me right now. I'm just wearing kind of a black T-shirt, but usually if I'm going out, like I'll be wearing like a shirt and tie, so I look a bit snazzier. All
1: right. So they and they and they ask you like, what are you working on? Like they they think you're like a lawyer working on the defense.
3: I, no, no yeah. I think they tend to think that I'm some sort of so, artist. It's uh, I can write maybe a movie script for them no, or something that they can perform. Okay. So I have to ask, was it someone who worked there or was it someone who Oh, was no, no, no. I I mean, I was about to say I would not count that. A- anybody that works at the establishment, yeah. I would not count that because that is yeah. like the board,
1: this small talk. Yeah, yeah, I
3: I get it. I've been the person that works at a place and there's somebody that's been sitting there for an hour or two and you're like, "Well, okay, I've talked to them a few times." This should just be like random people. Uh,
2: yeah. I never get that. I always, I always get conversations with the the servers or the bartenders all the time. Here's my. Question. I never get anybody who is a stranger that what, just walks up. What time of
3: the day or night is this usually happening to you?
2: Uh, well, okay, so um, I don't really. Go no,
3: out. He's saying it
1: doesn't happen to him. No, it doesn't happen to, to me. Well, so but,
3: but w- maybe not the when you're being spoken to, but when you go out and are doing something, is, yeah. is it like three in the afternoon at a coffee shop or um, three in the morning at a at a bar? It's never that late. No, well, see, that's the key.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's never that. It's always in the uh, late afternoons, early evenings mm-hmm. time. It's never. See, I'm I'm not one of those people that goes to a late night bar by myself. Uh, I hate that. I will go to a late night bar only with other people that I know. If I go by myself, I instantly get board drink two drinks and leave uh, yeah, I've, gotten, I, I've gotten those text messages and phone calls hey where are you yeah uh, I, I,
3: I, I hate going
1: he to late I'll sneak up behind
2: him and take a but picture yes. I hate going to late night bars by myself because I instantly feel like oh, I'm this isn't got, not going to be any yeah. fun for me.
1: I don't. Know, I can't think of maybe after a show. I've been at a, at a bar by myself. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was at Howls and Hood, and I was wearing. Remember Howls and Hood at the Tribune Tower? It was at nice. Oh and yeah, House. yeah, yeah. And uh, I was wearing a, a Cubs shirt and a Cubs cap. It got so bad. There was a party, uh, an office party of some sort, and okay. everybody from this party kept sitting down at my table to take their <laughs> shot. And finally, I had to go ask the staff. I'm like, I, I just need your help. Can you please tell these people it is not appropriate to sit down at anybody's table except the. Party that they're with. It was real. Oh wow! Now, yes. If
3: they were going to be bringing you shots, that might be no, like. Oh, be cool. Sorry, we're using your table every time we do a shot. We will bring you one. Maybe no. you'd quickly no. not care. It
1: was entirely just down. Well, hey, what's a pretty girl like you doing sitting by herself? Oh, okay. oh. oh yes.
2: no, 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 <laughs> that's what no. I'm talking about. So yes. that's that's not people sitting down interested in what you're working on. No. They're only interested in you.
1: No, but they usually start in with like what are that's you working their on? End, yeah, and yeah. That that's I found, I found yeah. out if if there are single women out there, if you do want men to approach you, I found the one. One book that I think you would find interesting and every guy of all types will talk to you about. The Godfather. Oh. I was reading The Godfather, and everyone, like, I could be in a trade, at a bar, I could be anywhere on a bench, and guys have to start up a conversation. Really? Yeah. So if women, if you're single, and uh, I'm just saying, but know the book, too, because then you have a great conversation about how much better it is than the movies, and like how, now you can visualize it all. Do you imagine Pacino in your head when you're reading it? Yeah. I have stuff.
3: never read that book or seen those movies.
1: Oh, then never mind. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I
3: would if I saw somebody reading that book, I would just think they're going to compare this to the movie and hopefully they enjoy both. Yes. <laughs> like I, that's I, it. I, I enjoyed reading it. It's it. a
1: good book. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: so the movies are amazing. However, they have a hell of a following. Like yes, either, oh, yeah. There, there are people that either love them or hate them so much. Uh, it's it's one of those kind of movies. You yeah. know, like, and people have, arg- people have arguments about it all the time. Like, is it the best movie ever? Is it the number one of the top 100 of the AFIs? Like, why? Who cares? It's a good movie. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it, yeah.
1: We don't need to rank things. Let's take a break here. We come back. We are going to turn to politics. We've got uh, Jim on hold and Dave. Uh, Jim's actually got a topic that uh, Willie wanted to... Oh, yeah. oh yes. Yeah. I can't wait for this one. So let's, uh, let's take Jim. a break here. Thank you to our sponsors, Kids Above All. Go to kidsaboveall.org and help support the work that they do there. If you've got a problem with your car, go to my car guy, Warren Price, from European and U.S. Car Service at 4080 North Broadway. And, of course, Minacqua Brewing, making all these conversations possible. Go to the Patty Vasco show page. You can find out where you can pick up some of their tasty progressive brews in the Chicagoland area. More after this on WCPT 820. We're in studio with Willie and John. We're driving it home with me, Patty Vasquez, till 7.
5: This is WCPT 820, where facts
0: matter. Listening to Driving It Home with Patty Basket on WCPT 820.
1: We are in the WCPT studios with John. Craig and Willie Opper we're making plans to go to uh, to Fringe Fest in uh, the late July early August and uh, maybe I got to figure out what show to do I have to make the proposal this week I'm also working on my proposal for a publisher I was contacted by a friend of mine who's like get your proposal in before and figure out that might help me with the structure because I had a publisher before yes but they were like uh, we don't know if we can afford the lawyers that might come after us for this <laughs> uh, yeah. which is absolutely fair
2: but um, yeah yeah John and I are actually talking about Fringe Fest as well but we were thinking thinking like another year in advance. Right. Because John and I actually started up a brand new group. Oh. And uh, our actually our first show is in a couple weeks. Excellent. And so we're like yeah we should like get this show rolling and then not this summer, but the following summer. Maybe we should look into French Fest.
1: Build a fa- build a following. Build a. I'd
2: hate to apply for it now, as we just got it started. It'd be way too much pressure. <laughs> I
1: know the feel. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So I change my mind the day of a show sometimes of what I'm going to do. So I- <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Um, so we'll talk about that. When? Do- when's your first show? for this? Uh,
2: January 15th. At? It's Sunday. It's at the Newport Theater. Excellent. Uh, it's actually a premiere show. It's an invite only because we wanted it to make it a little bit of hey. This is our new show, and we want to do it for people that like us. Um, and then we're opening it to the public. Uh, we have two shows in February. Great. So uh, February 2nd, which is Groundhog's Day, just fun. Perfect. And then February 12th, which is the Sunday before Valentine's Day.
1: And this is an interactive uh, sketch comp- yeah. improv?
2: No, it's an improv group. This is John's improv. idea, actually. Excellent. Uh, the, the group is called RPG13,
3: and... Uh, the elevator pitch is essentially that we will take uh some audience members through a short role play uh so, and there's different contexts for that so uh think of like a d and d type session where you get to roll some oversized or colorful dice and that'll help determine what happens in the show that the performers will be acting out. Uh, what you would like them to do. And maybe there will be some random things that happen as well. Oh, there will be, yes. So
1: so February 2nd is the first show for the public at the Newport Theater. The Mm -hmm. Newport Theater. At what time? Uh, Those are at 8 o'clock at night. And where will people find more information and follow you? Oh, well, you can find us on
2: uh, all social media at RPG13improv. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll also be blasting it all over social media. And uh, our events are through Newport, which is run through Eventbrite. Um, but yeah, uh, it'll all, it'll be all over uh, either R- at RPG13 Improv or at the Newport Theater.
1: Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's kick this off. I know that uh, you came in. I said, what do you want to talk about? And that I think it's similar to what Jim wants to talk about. Jim from Chicago. Meet my friends, John and Willie. What's on your mind, my friend?
6: How are you? You know, I'm just thinking about happiness. Everybody wishes every a happy new year. I've been asked the Irish uh, poet and I subscribe to this. He says, "Happiness comes when you least expect it." Oh, and that's been that's been my experience all my life. When you least expect it, that's when something good happens. And I wish you and your guest let's say, a halfway decent year, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jim. Thank fair, you so much. Fair. Let's hit
1: that bar where, we, where yeah. we can we can achieve it. Yes.
6: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was just going to say, McCarthy uh, is supposed to take over tomorrow, but he's got to agree to a couple of preposterous things. He's got to agree that. Uh, you name it. But the one that gets me is Biden's handling of the uh, pandemic. Now, they're going to go into this pandemic like I mean, this is an act of God, this pandemic. This happens every hundred years. Uh, and nobody has any control over disease and nobody has control over life and death. But yet they're going to delve into this for months. They're going to have that nut from uh, Kentucky. uh What's his name? That senator down there that can't stand uh, 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 Fauci? You know uh, oh, what the heck's his name? The guy from Kentucky, uh, Rand, Rand Paul.
1: Rand Paul, yeah. Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Oh yeah.
6: Yeah, he'll be he'll be out there with a megaphone saying that this was a democratic scheme to win the election. I mean, they'll go to hell. lengths. Like, you know, uh, uh, Trump would have been elected without this pandemic. I mean, obviously, because that's where they're going after it. Because there's no. Uh, it's not based on any reality, or it doesn't have any, make any sense. But yet we got to suffer for two years, I guess with McCarthy's mug on the TV every night. So that's going to be enough penance for one year for me. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You guys, you guys have a great New Year! And thanks for taking my call, Patty. Thank
1: Absolutely, you. thank you so much. I, we have been talking about this at home too, with uh, the rules that they want. It's I guess it's five uh, from the majority party can make a motion to remove the speaker at another speaker, the uh, the leader, the Senate lead leader, right?
2: right? The Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House.
1: We're doing Speaker, yes. Yeah, Speaker of the House. He's yeah, moving. Yes.
2: Um, and it, yeah, it started with these five that were like. If Kevin McCarthy does not listen to us, we will absolutely do this. Right. Uh, My favorite thing about this whole thing is it's supposed to happen tomorrow. Right. And uh, I was looking up, and this was a whole story about it in The New York Times. Um, Apparently, uh, every Speaker of the House in the history of the House of Representatives who has put in a bid to get Speaker of the House has to go by vote and has won. Every single one of them has won that vote. No one has ever put in a bid for House Speaker and not won it. If it happens tomorrow that (laughs) Kevin McCarthy is the very first one to not win, he will make history.
1: I I think that... I I feel like... I I feel like they're going to get it done. They just... And and they've already... I don't know. They've already proven that all the stuff that they were, you know, wringing their hands over and clutching their pearls and pulling their panties out of their bunch. Uh, you know, all the, the, you know, law and order and all these things that they wanted to make everybody afraid of, it, like, it just none of, none of none of it's being discussed anymore. And all of a sudden, they just want to go after Hunter Biden's laptop and uh, and prosecute Fauci and impeach Biden. It's like, so none of the things that you said you wanted, like, no. all no, the yeah, it's, it's safety it's all... and supporting law enforcement, all those things. No.
2: Yeah. And my favorite one is they also want to investigate the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan. Um. But...
1: But, if that was you, started, but that was started under Trump's administration. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: So if you start that investigation, mm-hmm. how far do you think that investigation is going to get before people of Republican Party is going to be implicated in it and then immediately going <laughs> to stop? Right. Uh, yeah. That is the, the lot, the, the investigations and everything they want to throw out is just it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Oh, Who knows yes. if. The thing of it is is that some of them actually believe that they will do it and then the others are like no this is a bad idea and I think that's what's dividing the Republican party right now it's a huge mess. Oh my god and it's it's delightful to watch too. It really you. is. It's like I want to just grab popcorn and eat
1: all of it. <laughs> are you do you follow all of this John or sort of in the in the background? I mean I
3: I I would not consider myself an expert. I don't I do not claim to actively follow But apparently, I know more than people that say, like, I don't really care. So, yeah, right? There are people that are experts that know more than me, but also I have some opinions about it. And I feel like every time this kind of thing comes up, the Republicans, every accusation seems to be an admission because within six months, somebody within their party has been exposed or outed as doing the thing or something very similar to whatever they are complaining about six months ago.
1: Well, and the, usually it is the, methinks thinks thou dost protest too much. Yes. You know? yes. So there's a, a, some show coming out on HBO and I didn't catch the, the interviewer's name. It's a young man. He's got kind of frazzled hair. He looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Um, but he's sitting at a diner with this guy and, and he's, he was, this guy is committed to believing every QAnon lie. Oh, all this no. stuff about, all this stuff about, and, and like all the Democrats are all pedophiles, right? Right. And, uh, course, yeah. and, and and uh, the interviewer is like, showing pictures. It's like, Hillary, she's a pedophile, eats bait, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then the interviewer pulls out this rap sheet. And the guy that he's been interviewing was prosecuted convicted and did time for sodomy and child sexual assault Uh, and the guy's like well that was just misinformation like it's literally like everything that we think like it it happens over and over Mm -hmm. and over again I I just don't know how these things have taken a hold of their imaginations that transgender people are somehow a threat and like in Texas now they're making lists of who you know crossdressers and transgender people which is what they did in Nazi Germany and they keep saying you know well, where are the Nazis? Where's this, where's this going on? And people are acting like it's happening every day. Yeah. Well, that's what yes. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah.
2: It, the Nazi party didn't form overnight. No. It took a long time. It's and incredible. there was a lot of stuff that happened before that. It's yeah. A step-by-step, little-by-little process. Yeah. Um, Indiana. Indiana yeah. just passed a, their own version of the Don't Say Gay bill. They
1: just passed it. And we didn't even pay attention.
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I don't know how much of it is actually just like the one from Florida, but Indiana did pass something. Uh, So there's lots of states that are doing crazy stuff right now.
1: It was interesting in the last hour, Representative John Carroll was talking to – Jonathan Carroll was talking to um, Jonas Esposito about Uh, how Terry Cosgrove, who just – and he just retired from mm -hmm. Personal PAC, which is an organization that is committed to electing people who will protect abortion access to abortion and full range of health care for women. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Terry, uh, when I met him like four or five years ago, I mean, just like a pit bull and like just a single issue focus, right? Just get this done. And I thought like, I remember when when, uh, when Trump won, they were like, we have to protect Abortion in the state of Illinois at all costs, and I was like, okay. I mean, like it just seemed like even I, who support yeah. abortion, was kind of like, oh, okay. I guess we need a pants are on fire, and he was right. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Listen to the people who are telling you that certain things are vulnerable and in peril, uh, and I mean, and do your own research. Find out why. And to Terry's point, he was like, look at the way that they are pointing to justices and who's behind that, like the Federal Society and the Heritage Foundation and all yeah, these different right. organizations. They've been playing the Long game, and we have got to start playing defense and offense at the same time to do yeah. all of it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. if we're playing defense, we're losing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get out in front of it. But to, yeah. your, to, your, to the point we're making about Nazism, it's like you have – we have to keep calling attention to it.
2: Well, yeah, all fascism in general. But, I mean, it's yeah. – the problem is is that there's so much inspiration from so many other countries going on right now. I mean, a lot of stuff in South America is scary as hell right now. There's some crazy right. stuff going on down there. Ugh. And who knows what's happening right now in Russia and China. It's all crazy.
1: And By the way, John, did you see this, that Trump paid more – more taxes to to the investments he had yeah. in China. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, China than yeah. he did here. Uh-huh. So I
2: mean, so my what? my here's my thought on that. How convenient is that? He had a bank account in China that we didn't know about, but I'm sure Russia and China did. Yes. That's very scary. It's very convenient.
1: Let's take a break here. We'll update traffic. Dave, I see that you're on hold. I knew I wasn't going to have enough time for you because I I didn't want you to have to rush yourself. So I'll get you on as soon as we take a break, learn about uh, how the roads are doing, and come back. We're in studio with Willie Opper and John Craig. We're driving home till 7. I'm your host, Patty Vasquez, on the Heartland Signal. Information is power. Stay
4: informed to know what's going on. Staying informed gives me the power of knowledge. I wake up. I need to know what happened. I turn on the radio. Because information is power.
0: WCPT 820. Where facts matter. You're listening to WCPT
5: 820. Because facts matter.
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820.
1: On this, uh... Second day of 2023. Hang out, hang out in studio with my friends. uh, I know, right? John Craig and Willie Aber. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) uh, It's uh, you know those uh, time hops you get on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Like some of the things, like like some things I thought were much longer back. Like I got an eight year one. I was like, oh, that's when I started training for the uh, fight for air climb. I started doing stairwell climbing. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, it seems like it was a century ago. I can't get in those stairwells anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had so much fun. Also, I used to do CrossFit. Uh, let I me... remember that. Yeah, that yeah, was. I, I like doing it, in my shoulders. Uh, I I don't know that I'll, I'll ever be able to do it again. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> done. Dave. Has been on hold. Hey, Dave. What's on your mind, my friend in Hoffman Estates?
7: Hey, Patty. Hey, uh, guests. I believe it was what? Willie, Craig, John.
3: Yeah, Willie and John. How you doing, yes. Dave? Yep.
7: Very good, Dave. Happy New Year, Charles. Happy to New Year. You. Same to you. You were talking about the, the Nazism too. That sickness been around for like, about eighty-five years, and when you mentioned, like, in uh, South America and all of that, that's where what, all of those, a lot of those Nazis went, down to Argentina and stuff. And, mm-hmm.
2: Yes, that's true.
7: And, and I was, I mentioned to Patty, I, was, I read a story about today where Brazil was sworn in their new president, Lula. And as he's being sworn in, the predecessor bugged out and flew over to Bolsonaro, flew into uh, Florida. Probably getting
1: refuge in oh, yeah. mar lago right now. Yeah, oh, now we got da, we got DeSantis, Trump, and uh, Basaro all in uh, in Florida.
2: Yeah. really, this would be a good time for Florida just to break away <laughs> so do so the Bugs Bunny, the Bugs just Bunny, bunny cut it, and just, just let him him, just yeah. them float off,
1: let them drift. Yep.
7: And Trump, Trump, and Bolsonaro. Now, when Trump gets the heat closing in more, they'll probably bug out and go to Russia and, and join all um, that uh, one that just got uh, the. Got his uh, citizenship, remember? Um, Edward Snowden.
0: Oh right, right. Oh, they'll
7: have, they'll join him over in Russia. Their buddy Putin will take care of him, you know. But uh, um, I don't know how does he get in? though if he ain't got a no visa or whatever, how does he get into America? Just kind of wondering.
3: I mean, some wheels were greased. I'm sure uh, some colorful yes. bits of paper were exchanged, and maybe some pats on the back and favors. Who also, knows, if like... you're a head
2: of state, you can. There's ways around that as yeah. well, but he wasn't
7: no more. He was just, he was just. Uh, yeah, the new president came in, so he's like Trump, a former. But uh, uh, and then, so you get to others. The uh, and as you mentioned, like tomorrow, you know those Republicans, you know they're they're going to be swearing in this Santos. I mean, they're sure how despicable. Doesn't matter to them what a liar and a cheat and everything he is, just as long as. He's got that capital R after his name,
2: you know. That Never has been months. that yeah. has been one of the craziest stories lately. How much they have found out that he lied about. It is It's insane. It's the longest list of lies. It's worse than uh what's his name in Georgia? Uh the Herschel Hershel Walker. It's yeah. worse than Herschel Walker. <laughs> right. And they were going
7: to take they were voting for him too. They what was the one lady So they didn't care if uh, there was something that was totally so stupid. She didn't care. She still was going to vote for him because he had the yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, well, that, and that's again, it, it isn't about it's party over country, yes. It's party over dignity and humanity. It's just if they think that someone's going to vote for the things which is you know breaks for corporations and the wealthy and to strip away rights from women and people who are in the LGBTQ plus community, yeah. anything that can marginalize, anything that can make people believe that we can go back to the white male as the center of the universe, is what they're going to do. That's all there is to it. Sorry, sorry, John. Willie, my white dudes in the studio. No, no, <laughs> no. no, no I'm, I'm,
3: I'm very aware of what I look like. <laughs> and <how
1: they're> like. <laughs> what were you saying, Dave? And,
7: and they were talking, like you're talking about the one that's trying for that uh, the speaker job. It isn't really carved in stone yet.
2: No, no, it is no. not, and that's the funniest thing about it. Because if he, if he really doesn't,
7: you know
2: if he really oh, screws this up tomorrow, he'll be the first one to not get it. And then uh, I don't even know who they would move to after that. Uh, yeah. it, it could be hysterical to watch.
1: Yep. the, the BB- oh, other
7: guy that they were talking about running against them? Uh,
1: yeah, who the... I can't remember who the other person is that they were floating out there. I, I One, I just, I'm waiting for this to crash and burn before I turn my attention to the other nonsense. Yes. Oh, yeah.
7: Yeah. But like you say... And then I'll leave you with this. If... Uh, you know they're gonna. We, we got to put up with it for two two years, and like you're saying, they're gonna be, you know, trying to try everybody or whatever. And uh, but the only thing we can hope on uh, if it controls is you put uh, some poetic justice. Get uh, put Jim Jordan in with uh, Jerry uh, Swa- Flan- Sandusky as cellmates when this gets all said and done. You know. Yeah. Both of them.
1: Pervert. So, anyway. Yeah. Thanks. We're off, y'all. Have a good night. Be well. You too? Thank you, thank you. Same to you, Take Dave. care. By the way, I, I'm going to have to take a look because I'm, I'm seeing that uh, in this article that if McCarthy is not elected uh, on the first ballot, he would be the first spe- speaker candidate to fa- in 100 years of fail in mm-hmm. the first ballot. Yes. Uh, if the voting goes in multiple ballots, voting rounds and uh, drags on for days, it would be the first time that's happened since the Civil War. So you're saying it still never has happened, even with all that process, the person that put their bid in there.
2: No, it, well, it was the, I, I believe, hold on. I'm, I'm, that's all right. I'm, I'm I'm He's uh, I think they and were reading ta- an article as we talk. They were <laughs> well, they were talking of, about uh, they were talking about the first bid, but
3: um, <laughs> just
1: before somebody else calls us to rec- correct us. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: Well, no, I
3: appreciate when people give us the accurate information. That's 100%. All right. 100.
1: So the, you looked that up. But the two main blocks in the Republican House Caucus that could stand in his way during the vote tomorrow are the five Never Kevin's, yes, who, who have publicly said they will not vote for him, and nine conservative members who are withholding support as they push for those the rules, the the, yeah. the change of the rules. Uh, so the Never Kevins are Andy Biggs of Arizona, Matt Gates of Florida, Bob Good of Virginia, Ralph Norman of South Carolina, and Matt Rosendale of M- Montana. Uh, Mark McCarthy's gone into total bar- bargaining mode to acquire last minute votes. Se- I just, I, just, yeah. I want to, I just, I, I don't, do you think he does like a puppy dog look like he just bats his eyes or like, pretty please? Or is it like, I'll give you, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that some corporation set, like tosses hundreds of thousands of dollars into your campaign coffers. I mean, like that's, mm. those are the deals that they Make. It's
3: a kind of it'll be that kind of like we'll throw money at it and also I'll support you on this other topic right, these, that I don't really care about sure. but I'll support you 100%. That's exactly what it's going to be.
1: Exactly. And
2: uh <laughs> yes. Oh, so uh according to the New York Times, which is the article I read, it said uh, uh every house speaker uh, that has uh, since 1923 has been able to clinch their bid right after the first vote. After so, since 1923, everyone who's ever been put it, put in a bid for it has gotten it on the first vote. Okay.
1: Let's let's make that happen again. Let's uh, <laughs> once in a century. Let's. Uh, I, I, and I don't. Here's the thing, though. Sometimes you always you wonder, like, it, it, are we better with the the turd that we know, or do we have to? You know, I'm saying, like, someone could be. I, and it's going to be just a disaster. I'm hoping for them, but it, <laughs> it, it, and the sad thing is, it means that for two years we're going to be held up, getting accomplishing more things, right? And I wish yes. that we had been able. And we did a lot with the infrastructure. We did a lot to address uh, COVID. We've done a lot, uh, you know, in order to sort of stabilize the. A train wreck that was the Trump administration, right. um, but I, I, you know, I, I get that a lot of folks, and I know that I'm probably in the minority of this about what we do with the Supreme Court because I just don't see moving in this direction. I mean, at least like one Supreme Court justice for all 13 circuits. So I mean, something.
2: So packing the court to 13, I absolutely agree with. Uh, but the thing of it is, is that no one has the cojones. Yeah, no one has the cojones <laughs> to actually do it. And a lot of people have talked about. About it. Yeah. Um, but no one has actually said, let's do it. Everyone's like, well, that's one thing we could do. And right. Just float that out there. But no one's actually. They don't have a workable. Well, proposal other than I, that. I, they, don't, they don't offer a counter proposal. I mean, do it it now we it
1: can't has do happened it. in the yeah. past. Yeah. And
2: we've had more than nine Supreme yes, Court justices sure. in the past. It was just a long time ago. Uh, and there's
1: nothing in the Constitution that says we have to only have nine, right? Uh, and the other thing is, is it, what people say is, well, if we do it now, then that it, we, you know we, that could come back to hurt us later. I'm right. like, but, we, but you know what? We need to get to later. Yeah, in we're order not going to deal with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's, the house is on fire we, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be like, you know, we, let's build the addition on the house. I wanted well, to paint this room blue. It, but, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Too
3: bad. So sad. It's
1: gonna. It's gonna if, affect my the resale value. But it's on fire. We can't sell it while <laughs> oh, right. it's on fire either. <laughs> um, the other thing is uh, that I just. Okay. I, I. can't. Anyway. I wish we'd accomplished more. It, and, and I know that it was all a uphill battle. Oh, I just think that we need to do something about our Supreme Court. This is not sustainable with with six no. Supreme Agreed. Court justices. Well,
2: I mean, I'm all in favor of term limits for Supreme Court. And that's that's an, never going to happen. That, but that's another thing that should happen. I know. I mean, uh, the, uh, term limits for also for Congress uh, people and representatives as well, but that's harder. I think term limits for justices makes absolute sense because ter- uh, people in Congress and people in House, House of Representatives have to be elected. Supreme Court justices are not elected, they're appointed. Mm-hmm. So that's why it has to, it makes perfect sense that there should be term limits on that.
1: And there should be something, when it comes to electeds, I know when I was working with a lot of legislators back at the old station, you know, what what they would often say was, well, we have term limits, they're called elections, only now having been on the inside of that process, that's That's a really, uh, yeah, because once you're an incumbent, you have the privilege of the incumbency, you have people that that know that, because then you also have, you know, the, uh, what is it when you, you, even if you lose your seat, you could still vote on things and kill bills. Right, uh, yeah. Sitting, the sitting, lame duck. Lame duck. Lame the lame duck duck duck, yes. Sugar. So, sitting duck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... You know, anyway, it's it's awfully rich of them, literally, to say mm-hmm. we have these elections because yeah. once you're an incumbent, you could, for the most part, for many incumbents, you can be there for as long as you want. The
2: mm-hmm. only people who say that are people like McConnell, who's been in Congress for yes. longer than everyone else.
1: Right? We have we have term limits that are called elections. Okay, take it down a notch because yeah. you fill your coffers with with millions of dollars from special interests. Absolutely, and, and that's on both sides. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, but there, and then again, the people who are going to vote on term limits are the ones that. Don't want to have their terms limited. It's like voting for their own raise. Of course, they're going to vote for their own pay pay raise. Right? Sure. Yeah. Did you guys see that study? Uh, Let's take a break here. But uh, there's two things I want to talk about when we come back. One, I want to talk about uh, Andrew Tate. Is that his name? Oh God, yes. yes. uh, I want to talk about this guy, and I want his his cars have been seized by the Romanian authorities (laughs) to see how uh, to see how he got he came by them. And uh, and the other thing. Oh, there was something else I wanted to talk about. now oh oh, this study that says that younger people, usually there's a trajectory of a little more conservative. Like Gen X, we're still somewhat blue and purplish, right? But as you get older and you own property and you want to protect things more, you tend to get more conservative. <laughs> they're not seeing that with Gen, with Gen Z or millennials. They're, no. they're, they're sort of, yeah, they're staying in the blue. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And, and, that, and then now there's all these like, ideas of like, let's talk about when we come back, yeah. but like, let's make oh, home ownership easier for young people. Yeah, do that. That'll change their mind. Uh-huh,
3: yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> More after this on Driving at Home. We're in studio with Willie Opper. He's got a show opening on February 2nd to the public. It's RPG. Th- they both do. RPG 13? Yeah. hmm yes. RPG 13. And it'll be at the Newport Theater on Groundhog's Day on uh, February 2nd. It's going to be at the Newport Theater at, you said? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Excellent. 8 More after this on WCPT 820.
5: Chicago's Progressive Talk. WCPT 820. Where facts matter.
3: On January 6, 2021, followers of Trump and something called QAnon attempted a coup at the United States Capitol. Who are these people? I wanna live with a QAnon girl. I could be happy the rest of my life with a QAnon girl. the right she never gets weary of being gullible and white she's my QAnon girl
1: and like members of any cult, these folks seem willing to follow the directions of their leaders, no matter how irrational or insane or
0: stupid they may be. She likes crazy leads.
1: It was so much fun to have Steve Goody in studio <laughs> last Monday and uh, hang out with him for a little bit after the show. Took him over to one of my favorite bars in the area. Went to Rex's Tavern after the show with uh, with Jerry. And uh, we did, we, we've we been uh, road comics for a long time, so we were sharing stories. A uh, really funny comic. You can catch us every... Oh, we're changing the date. Oh, no, I will have to find out when the next show is. Cuz we do a virtual comedy show. We've been doing it every Thursday since uh 2020 from 20, since 2020. I so started both in August. So, two years
2: ago and also seven lifetimes
3: ago.
1: Exactly, right? Oh, yes. I just so love, many things. I just
2: love the realization in real time. Oh wait, this wait. Is wrong. I can't oh, say this. We're it's change, wrong. We're
1: changing it to Mondays soon because we're all working on we're sure. doing clubs again mm-hmm. and and I've been trying like uh, the mental gymnastics it takes me. There've been times that I'm doing three shows at once. Once. I'll be producing a show in the suburbs, performing live, hosting one, and then while I'm hosting, I have to run to my car and do my virtual comedy show. Yeah. So it's been, it's, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. So we, uh, <laughs> I, we're moving to Mondays. The virtual comedy show is moving to Mondays. Steve is scrambling to create a new theme song for that. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be back and uh, sharing some great comedy from all over the world. That's the great part about it. I gotta
3: figure out how to do that. How can I run show three shows at the same time? It's insane. Uh, and I no, run Bluetooth no. remote like different stuff? <laughs> (laughs) Please don't do that. No,
2: no. I have seen how much Red Bull it takes you to do several shows in a row, three at the same time. Uh, it would be insane. No, like, that's fine.
1: Hey Lady <laughs> B, there's a there's a listener who says that we're getting a lot of uh a lot of uh interference on the WCPT online stream. I don't know if there's anyone we can tell about that. Thank you so much. Uh thank you listener for for sharing that with us. By the way, I want to address a text so I can see the texts that come in all sure. day long. And there's a text that uh, apparently this listener uh just wants Okay. And you guys know when I was on another radio station as a WGM sure. and we had a, a more conservative listenership. So I made my show safe for everyone. Like mm, I, sure. you know, I might argue with people, whatever, because it was the kind of yes. station it was. This is a progressive radio station. This is a, my show in particular is a a commentary show. Uh, we talk, we take topics in the news. I interview people on, on different issues. Uh, and so so anyway, someone and once in a while I'll get a caller in who like, you know, we'll start with like, I like how you'll talk to people from every side of the issue, but you're a baby killer. And then we're done with the conversation. Uh, So I don't, I don't have to. I, this is not. Like, so anyway, this listener is complaining because Joan, if if Joan's not going to have the other side of the story or the other side of the issue, on well, you know what's the what's the point? I'm sorry. There's an entire network on TV devoted to what you agree with. Yeah. Go watch that. There are hundreds of conservative radio stations all over the country. Go ahead and find that. This is, these are the topics we're talking about. We had booger eating Brian call in one day. Sorry, it was booger eating Ken who okay. told. Yeah. That uh, immigrants are uh, yeah, totally different from booger eating Brian. No, I, I get it. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah yes. they're from the same area mentally. Yes, but exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the kinder it was actually a kindergarten name uh, that I named Booger Eating Brian because mm. it's taken me decades to realize this guy who called me a racial slur when I was five years old oh. was was a booger eater. Like like <laughs> I let this guy hurt my feelings when he's chewing on his own snot. So we get a, uh, a listener who called in who said that immigrants are replacing white people because this is a Christian nation. I realized that he is in the same vein as Booger eating
3: Brian. Wow, that's so, wrong on so many levels. <laughs> like, it's not, first of all, let's work backwards. It's not yes. a Christian judean nation. I know. I know. Uh, white people are not being replaced. Yeah. Uh, like, just.
1: I know. Uh, good lord. I know. And, then, and then I saw this thread today about how uh, we should have uh, English as the official language of the, of the United States. But guess what's not in the Constitution? The Founding Fathers didn't think it was a problem. So here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. Tough tough. No if keys.
3: we're gonna choose a language it should be uh Klingon or Esperanto or something. So, So, something that is not like from one
2: particular nation. We do have an official language. It's called American because no one knows what language that is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Even the English say, you don't speak our language. You you made up completely your own version of our language. Americans
3: speak what is closer to old English than actual people from Britain now. Interesting. Yeah, so the way we pronounce certain words and spell certain words is closer to the old style and they continue to evolve and we did. guess what uh, other countries continue to evolve in America didn't oh. like, we're kind of <laughs> stuck, yeah. uh, stuck in that puritanical
1: yes yeah. well and it, we always, but we have these glimmers of hope where it seems like because we are a country that does have people from all over the world at a much larger scale of mm-hmm. different backgrounds and it, it every once in a while I mean like and I know that I was I, I'm naive or I'm a goody two shoes where I, I always I hope for the best and I, I some people expect the worst all the time There's cynical. Yeah. They don't, and, and to the point where they won't bother voting, because what difference does it make? Right? <laughs> I would rather be uh, temporarily disappointed and angry than constantly angry, even though I am somewhat, but and more so now that I'm getting older, than to give up on the whole thing. So That's
2: the, totally fair. One yeah. of the things I'm hopeful about is within the last decade alone, uh, voter turnout has skyrocketed. And so it, 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 I think it every time they do a poll on it, where they're looking at Uh, In the suburbs, younger versus older, whatever, everything has been higher turnout. Everything has been higher voter turnout. That's one of the things I really love because when I was growing up, when I was a kid, and then you you turned eighteen, you had to register to vote. No one cared. Uh, Like no one was really voting in the nineties. Like no one really cared about it at all.
1: That's not true. I I would say because with Clinton, like there was a with Clinton and Obama, from what I could see, like younger Mm -hmm. people were inspired to vote Uh, because I was. a little bit older, uh, because we did. They, they had rocked the vote. Uh, in 92, there was a lot of uh, MTV really got, I know, MTV really got behind it, though, and was inspiring kids to vote. I think in the early 90s, there was there, some of it. There was, but uh, I don't, like, I mean, yeah, the, presidential, the election, from.
2: presidential elections were one thing, but I mean, like, the midterm oh, I elections.
1: See, oh, yeah. No, no, 100% Nobody that. cared
2: about the midterm elections at all, and uh, local elections, hardly anyone really cared. Mm, so much has changed about that. So. Yeah,
1: I think that you're right. I think especially and I, and you know what who I think have sort of unknowingly and thankfully I guess uh, because they're so embarrassing these people that show up at like city hall meetings and uh, no. go to school boards and oh, have God. you seen some of it? there's one yeah. woman I can't play any of her audio because she talks about sodomy but she doesn't talk about it that way right she uses all like she talks about back door and all these things and she's reading from a book mm-hmm. and she's reading all this stuff about and, and like reads it all word for word and she's like and my kids are reading this and we're like read more that's fantastic that's fascinating
2: yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it might have been in Texas Yeah. But there was someone who uh, went because they were having a huge thing about uh, religion, uh, like having prayer in school, in public schools. And this one guy went who is a Satanist and had a whole thing about it, and they had to basically— Stop! Because he was absolutely right. Like, uh, yep. if you're going to allow this, then you have to allow my religion too.
1: Well, and uh-huh. that's and that's something that they're finding, I think, in some places too. And that energy has to be sustained. We have to oh, we, have to, we have to feed that fire of people who are willing to show up when uh, you know. The same thing, I think, was happening in Florida. They were finding unintended consequences mm-hmm. yeah. of a lot of the legislation that they've passed there as well. I'm trying to find the because because John laughed at Rock the Vote because it was so big when I was in college.
3: I was just I, I wasn't laughing at Rock the Vote. I was Laughing yeah. at the year 1992. Yeah, sorry. I that's was okay. Well, that, <laughs> was when Actually, Cl- that was when Clinton was. No no, 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 no. I was chuckling to myself because this made me
2: realize that for once I'm the youngest person in the room. You totally <laughs> so are I'm the oldest. You totally are. The first time I voted, I was 20. It was uh, 1996. I voted for Clinton for his second term. Uh, that's how old I am.
3: Yeah, there I was are. learning. I was learning to drive, so <laughs> I couldn't vote yet.
1: I'm trying to find some of the uh, uh, the history on, uh, did youth vote boost Clinton? Clear answer, a definite maybe. <laughs>
4: sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But
1: to your point, it was very focused, and I think we tend to get focused on presidential elections, and I think that people are becoming more and more, I've, talk, mm-hmm. I've talked to more young people in the last year and a half here who are engaged because they are enraged yeah. by what's happening around them, and uh, it's been fascinating. Uh, let's take a break here where you get to news. Roosevelt. Uh, let's uh, talk about your call when we come back after news and traffic. We're in studio with Willie Opper and John C- Craig. They've got a new show opening on February 2nd on Groundhog's Day. It's RPG 13 at the Newport Theater, and that'll be an 8 o'clock show. The Facebook page, RB- RPG 13? RPG Improv. RPG 13
3: Improv. Yeah. Excellent. R- I made sure it was the same all across social media. Yes.
1: Excellent. I, know, I, I wish I'd done that when I started using my name. Because
5: facts matter. You are listening to WCPT 820.
4: Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Manaqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time.
1: Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern in Rogers Park and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly.
0: Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, now, now on WCPT 820.
1: We are hanging out with John Craig and Willie Opper. They're with the uh, the RPG 13 Improv Group. They have their first show open to the public on February 2nd at Newport Theater, 8 p.m. show. You can go to RPG 13 Improv on Facebook and all the social media platforms yes. to find out more about the shows. Uh, Roosevelt's been on hold for a little bit. Hey, Roosevelt, what's up? happy new year my friend what's on your mind happy
8: new year to all of you happy happy new year to all the callers (laughs) people that are listening and i want to report that uh we had a little bit of speak of bad luck yesterday oh no Uh, my uh family is i guess myself Exposed to somebody that has COVID and happens to be my oldest daughter. Oh, oh I'm sorry to hear that. How That's she? Fe-
1: how she feeling? Is she? Did she, she test positive? But I want to. But I
8: want to give you guys a heads up. Just like Joan always said, this thing is not over. No. My daughter was. A, well, my daughter was at ground zero when all this thing started. Albany, New York. Remember how bad it was in New York? And remember how the whole state was. Yeah. Basically, you know in a COVID situation, so she she made it to Chicago and now, you know, know she got it. But she the symptoms were <clears throat> a vomit, yeah. um, a fever, coughing, sore throat, headache, the whole, you name it, she had it. This is yesterday. Today she feels a lot better.
1: I'm glad to and hear that.
8: And everybody, and I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat or Independent, Everybody get your vaccine. Believe it. This thing does continue. And like Joan said, this is going to continue. This is going to be in in our future. And it is in our present, this household. So I want to get that out of the way. Now, to the conversation or the things that you guys were saying, what's your guest name right there that you have?
1: I've got John and Willie are in studio.
3: Okay.
8: So happy New Year to you guys. Happy New
3: Year. Same to you, Roosevelt. Okay.
8: So I want to add on to what you said as far as callers. Now, I've been listening to the station since uh, Norman Goldman. Even before that, if you remember, there was a gentleman that Norman Goldman gave him the break. He was a redhead. Redhead. He died.
6: Oh. And he was
8: on the station. I can't think of his name at the top of my head, but he died. So I've been listening for a long time. Everybody that has a show, on here with the exception of Santita. I've said to them, don't give any air to these people. I got you and me got into it but Sam, I got into it because here's the thing. I was raised by myself, only the only kid in my family. So my way of passing time or my interest was watching how other people interacted. I was always the silent type. I was always timid, only kid. So that was my hobby, so to speak. So I'm able. I'm not saying that I'm always 100%. I'm able to read a lot of people, the way they talk, the way they say things, their mannerisms, and thank the Lord that you're able to see these things on YouTube, on your station. <laughs>
1: so, you mean my expression yes. of things? <laughs> yes, exactly. So
8: everybody, including yourself, I, I, the same thing I told you, I told uh, uh, Jonas Pizzito, I told Ricky Hendon, Ricky Hendon, he has a way of conducting a show the way he wants. I agree, you know, but here's the thing. It would be different if these callers called to have a solution, to come together. I know I've said this in the past, but they call with an agenda. To me, as far as Roosevelt is concerned, they call with an agenda. The agenda is to derail the person that has the show. The agenda is to repeat Everything that they hear yeah. on Fox News yep. and vomited right on your show. And that's why you and me got into it. Because you have a good heart. You have a good heart. You you are, I look up to you. Aww, that's you, very kind of you. I envy you in a way that I, I, I used to be like that. But a lot of times, if you don't watch, people will take advantage of that. And what do I mean by that when it comes down to these callers? They don't call with a, with a solution, or they don't call uh, uh, to, to to say, hey, let's meet halfway. They call to derail your show, not only derail your show, but they call to belittle you. And that's exactly what I told you when you and me got into it. Well, the, no, if
1: you were... You- but now I'm going to get into it with you. I'm kidding. Uh, I uh, what 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 Roosevelt's oh, alluding to is is there was one time someone there was someone who was going on. I was doing what Willie was doing earlier, which was trying to read while talking. I was trying to scroll through, yeah. trying to refute what this guy was saying, and I missed some of what he was what he was getting off, sure. on the air. And I try not to make that mistake anymore because now I just stop them before they're going to launch into this stuff because it does hijack the show. It does uh, amplify stuff that is either hateful or misinformed or I, so I just don't have. I, and, it's not the intention of the show to debate or hammer these things out. It's not my job. They
3: don't care if you. Yeah. you can cite actual statistics yes. and reports, and they don't. The facts care don't matter. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Correct. That. So to that, that was one of the things I remember you calling and uh, calling me on the carpet, which <laughs> you don't need to do that. <laughs> I'll straighten it out. Yeah.
8: But 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 here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. All these callers have one thing in common, and I've always said this. I'm the. I'm. In, even on your show, there are many Trumps, and if you're to this day, hear me out, people, to this day, if you still follow Trump, you are a racist, because you're supporting somebody that said against this stuff against Mexicans, did stuff against stop the, the flight of uh, of people that, that, that live in other countries. That pe- What did he say? He said, why are we still doing this with S countries? Do you remember that? Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Do you think that you guys, you guys that are Anglo, you guys that are so-called white, how would you like it <laughs> if your ancestors were bash? So to me, I take all this stuff. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I take it personal. If you're a Trump supporter, I have nothing in common with you. Nothing. I don't waste my time. So when I saw that happening to Joan, notice Joan did it. She takes these people out. They'll call with a different name, like that, that goofy guy, T, his real name is John. So... You know all these guys that called you, you know they don't call with them uh, they don't call with a solution they don't call with a, let's meet together they don't say okay. well,
1: I feel like you're getting worked up but Roosevelt, we don't do it I, i've i've got I've got it more or less under control now so i, I appreciate it and no, and no, i, no, I understand
8: yeah. but but i want but what I wanted to maybe i I kind of went out of my my uh, off track what I'm trying to say on the on their side what I'm saying is that Pay attention to what they do. And mind you, I've called shows that are so-called conservatives. I'll tell you a story. Can I mention the name of the show? Sure. Can I mean? Okay. Dan Pop, when you call and you have a different point, you know what you wind up? He belittles you. That's my point. He talked me down. Like, I don't have any education and stuff like that. You know why they do that? I know why they do that. So you don't call again. Mm-hmm. So I try to tell. The only The only person that's given me any time was John how I met him when oh, he sure. worked for us 99 and he gave me the time, you know, and, and he is flexible. Meaning he sees things. I got into it with Latin people that have shows on the air on AM, you know what they say? They say this. So I'm not expected to invite Trump for dinner, but I, I don't like everything on him, but I like his policy. So the same thing that's repeated on, on other stations, conservative stations, it's ridiculous. If you cannot invite the president of the United States to your house, then who can you invite? Who who, who can't you invite? You see what I'm saying? So that's their way out. Meaning I like his policies. I like the fact that he had the economy fantastic and the same BS. And I tell these people that's the same BS that I've heard on, uh, on Fox news for months, the same garbage. So when it comes down to these people, I'm sorry. And and like I said before, when you have the hour show, it was because I didn't call about p- pounding you or, I mean, hurting you. I'm saying when you had the show, you only had one hour. And I see what these idiots were doing. They were trying to take up your air, your space. And for what? All you did is waste the time. That time you'll never get back. Yeah. Meaning they call with an agenda. Right. That's all I wanted to say as far as that. Now, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about me? Am I being too harsh or, you know? But I've said every person, Norman Goldman didn't, didn't put up with nothing. And he goes if
1: you if you insult the to insult you back. That's the way I think. Ro- Roosevelt, I don't know that Norm would give you almost 13 minutes to do all. That.
3: <laughs> I agree, no, though. I People go. do definitely I'm call sorry. in and just sorry, they, they will try to try to take up their time happened. and not offer a solution. Yeah. It does happen.
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh no, all the time. And look, we do it too, uh, sure. Roosevelt. I, Roosevelt, I gotta t- I gotta take a break. No, I'm
8: sorry okay. that I took up all your time. No, that's, no.
1: that's okay. You know, it, <laughs> it was meant. We, my, mostly, my, my perspective. I agree with you, so I don't know what else to do with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I, I
8: was adding to what you said originally about that guy and that you gave a perfect example. That guy Ken. listen to what he said. And later on, you realize, and I remember you saying it, you
1: realize how far he went. Yeah, that's why I want. That's why I kept trying to draw him out. I wanted to see how bad it was. Yeah, and what I don't know if you remember this, and I don't know if Lady B remembers this. He was on hold the whole entire rest of the show, which was just a little bit creepy. Yeah, <laughs> he was just like sitting there, like, uh, and I try, and I wanted to come back and see why he was still sitting there. But I've, I've got to run to a break. Thank you so much for calling in, Roosevelt. Happy New Year, my friend. Up all that time. No worries. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Let's take a break here, and I want to talk about the uh, the Pope's pass the Pope Emeritus's passing, hmm. and uh, and and also uh, Andrew Tate and all of his cars have uh, his dignity has passed. Uh, let's. I don't know if he had any, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I, gosh, I hope. I just hope that he's like. But okay, let's have him come, back. We'll come back We're in it. studio <laughs> with John Craig and Willie Opper. They've got a show opening on February second at Newport Theater RPG thirteen Improv. Go to their Facebook page, Instagram, all the socials, and find more information.
5: WCPT 820, Chicago's Progressive Talk where facts matter.
0: Driving it home with Patty baskets on WCPT 820.
1: There's plenty of news for us to catch up on. We've got in studio John Craig and Willie Opper from RPG 13 Improv. They're going to be opening their show on February 2nd at the Newport Theater over by there at 8 p.m. And uh, first, let's start with uh, let's start with Pope. Right. We at one (laughs) one point we had two popes
2: kind of. So, yeah, uh, Pope Benedict retired. Yes. And then they elected the new pope. Uh, But uh, my wife. Candace pointed this uh, whole article out to me, which i I love her because she always finds these crazy articles. Um, so uh, normally, when uh, if a Pope retires, they completely uh, leave the Vatican. like they never come back. they just they retire or what or they're expelled, whoever. but uh, they just leave the Vatican and never come back. Pope Benedict stayed, never left. It's almost like he was like, oh just be in the guest room. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but he stayed and then he died. Wow. And uh, so uh normally if the pope dies uh then the college of cardinals are required to do the funeral service and then elect a new pope but they always do it in that order right. it's always the funeral and then they elect a new pope so there's never been a funeral in the Vatican for a pope a done pope. by a living pope what? it's never happened so this is the first Nuts. time ever he's a offici- living pope is he he's going to u- do the eulogy what? it's the first time a living pope has ever done a a recently passed pope. That's wild. And that's crazy. I'm almost thinking like they're all trying to figure out how do we how do we rearrange the whole service cuz you got to include the new pope and like they should they should change it so that the pope the current pope always
3: eulogizes the former popes. And then the only time that doesn't happen is if it if the pope dies before they have a chance to elect a new one and then they can't do that burial until they have elected a new one. Oh. Uh, so that might be a long.
2: That might be several weeks. Or- good.
1: <laughs> we got good fridges. Maybe, maybe it'll
3: be uh, in. They'll
2: speed it up. Uh, no, I doubt it. I mean, look at uh, when the Queen died. I mean that that funeral service took forever. I did not watch that one. It it took so do you, long.
1: Did you guys watch the, the the Crown? By the way.
2: No. No, well, I, I, I watched I really watched the first I
1: watched the first season. I haven't watched anything since. This uh this this season's my favorite just because it's stuff that I remember. I yeah. When Prince Charles said he wanted to be he wishes he was a tampon. Yeah. So that he could yeah. <laughs> so this is
2: this is all with Prince, they, Princess Di, right? Yeah, it's a lot okay. of the
1: Princess Di stuff. And we, we're introduced to the Fayettes. But I know, and I think that there, isn't there a, a movie with Anthony Hopkins? Uh, I feel like there's a movie with these, I don't know if it's these, it's got to be these two popes that it's about. I feel like it's got to, uh, and, and the actually the actor who plays uh, Prince Philip, I believe, is also the uh, the other pope. I think it is Francis and, uh, what was this one that just passed away? Uh, Benedict. 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 Um, I don't know. This yeah, is what it, IMDb is there's for. There's a, a two, 2019 film called two Pope, The oh, Two Popes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Behind yeah, Vatican yeah. walls, Pope Benedict and the future Pope Francis must face their past and find common, common ground in order to forge a new path for the Catholic Church. <laughs> two Popes No Waiting was at one point we had of to Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too, too many. <laughs> but uh, uh, I have, having not been raised in the Catholic faith, are there one of you Catholics? Uh,
2: I, no, I'm not. I grew up with a lot of friends that were Catholic. Um,
3: I am certainly not Catholic. I went to Catholic uh, school through eighth grade, which is a good way to turn people uh, into an atheist. Yeah. Because, yeah, let me tell it's you. Rough. It's yeah.
1: rough. I just started watching, um, yellow not Yellowstone, not
2: 1833,
1: 1923. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, folks, by, yes. by the way, why are there so so many shows about Yellowstone right now I mean it's I don't know but but Taylor Sheridan has got to be enjoying his bank account he's the one that created uh, Yellowstone he's one of the guys from yeah. like the one of the gang ar- anarchy uh, the the biker gang yeah I show. was like uh, sons of, of anarchy sons sons of I think so yes. yes yeah so when I so when I used to go to Los Angeles uh, so this would have, the, I did meet I, I used to do pitch meetings mm-hmm. uh, we had several projects that we were working on one of them was a biopic on Johnny Carson and oh. we went to a lot of different producers and a lot of different uh, studios and things like that and one of the meetings was. Uh, Team Downey. So, team—that was the name of Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, production company. And I did not expect to meet with him. We were just because we thought he would be good as Johnny Carson's manager because Johnny Carson's career really took off because this one guy really believed in him, always thought he should be the Mm -hmm. host of a show. So, we were going to make the manager prominent. We thought that it would be a great project for Robert Downey Jr. It was the same year he was filming the the movie, The Judge, where. uh, who plays this I, I want to say it's Robert Duvall plays this dad. anyway but we're in the room and they're they're talking about this guy Taylor Sheridan and how hot he is as a writer and so this is about when he writes uh, Yellowstone anyway w- at one point by the way the door did open and I pretty much made this noise <gasps> and there was uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, standing the, the, the Iron Man himself <laughs> yes was just like I was wearing uh, five inch stiletto heels <laughs> and I uh, didn't realize how tiny like I, like I had to like lean down to oh. shake hands with him it it was a glorious day. And then he he flopped into an armchair and went like he goes, What are we talking about? He uh-huh. was super sweet. We talked for like a half an hour about our um, uh, our anxieties and our families, and uh, what that why that makes us artists. <laughs> so, but so Taylor Sheridan has created these worlds. I think mm-hmm. Yellowstone sort of. T- I, I feel like it tapped into, and, and there have been like westerns that have like the McCoys. Um, what's the rivalry Hatfield Hatfield McCoy, McCoys. There was yeah. a series like that yeah. a few years ago that was really popular. So mm-hmm. I think they saw that and they were like, "What other westerns can we have?" And yeah. so once you have one that's popular, you know, because it taps into uh, you know people who love Kevin. Costner or people who love, you know, especially the red states. Trump really uh, gave a lot of power to uh, the red states as a viewing block yeah I mean so that f- even though so it's in my the reason I was bringing up 1923 is there's a scene where because a lot of Native American children were removed from their tribal lands and forced into Catholic schools yeah yes. and they show this scene of this Native American girl just being beaten with a, with a ruler every time she gets something wrong and she just gets up and just starts and, <laughs> and I was like I should not be cheering this nun getting her a- ass whooped but I did so I, anyway. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> he's like this feels too much my mother was raised in the Catholic Church um, until she also didn't realize there were other options yeah yeah um, and she has horrible stories about how she was treated at a, at a uh, an orphanage when she was, for two years, she lived in an orphanage. Um, so I don't, I was not raised with any sort of uh, appreciation or understanding of like the whole process of Popes. The Pope uh, John Paul, actually, uh, Pope John Paul came right down Milwaukee Avenue like in the 70s. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, a, it's a very Polish neighborhood that you're in right oh, now. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm aware, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. A lot of, uh, lot of me, pride here.
2: Well, let's, let's face it. Chicago, you can't go more than six blocks without seeing at least one church. I mean, every, there's yeah. so, Oh, try mexico
1: by the way holy cats mexico city puebla oh my like people go all day long like just one block just yeah, like yeah. it's like starbucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane yeah yeah it's a lot of churches so i don't i don't um I, I saw folks saying that i know that he was ill that they thought that he was uh, on his last uh, last days and there were people going to pray for him and, and i was like well, if there's a guy i mean like I think he's pretty set
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, think yeah. He's,
1: I think he's in good shape, as far as uh, his ascension. I, I just, the, the, the uh, he,
2: yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, it, like I said, it's like it's not normal that you have someone who's the pope who's passing away with another pope in the same Vatican. Like that's that's crazy. Like yeah. it's the first time that this has happened. It's pretty wild. So yeah, I, yeah I'm curious to know how that's gonna go. I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: Do they televise Pope's funerals? Oh, yes,
3: I'm they, sure do. they do.
2: Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. You can
3: bring in that money if you televise it. Oh, yes, Fair they enough. do. I'm yes. sorry. It wouldn't be. It, they would accept donations. Sure, I'm sure that yes. they would. I'm
1: sure that they would. Okay. Let's, uh, we, we're going to turn our attention to... Uh, um, the other fascinating thing that happened over the last couple of days, uh, by the way, with the Pope, I was going to mention that there are people who are, you know, ref- reflecting in other ways uh, mm-hmm. about his history, his past and what he brought to the, the papacy. But uh, um, Barbara Walters also passed away this weekend. And I don't know if anyone follows uh, Ask Amy on Twitter. But so Ask Amy is like the uh, Dear Abby, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So Ask Amy um, said that she was she appeared on The View and. While Barbara Walters came up to her, and she posted this after after Barbara Walters died. And everyone's, you know, look. I appreciate the uh, historic record breaking, uh, everything that Barbara Walters did as a as a woman in broadcasting. Yeah, absolutely. But I, but like, whenever someone I didn't really necessarily click with mm-hmm. passes away, I just don't say anything, right? right? I don't I don't say anything in either direction. I just try to keep my mouth shut. Uh, but ask Amy is said that she appeared on The View and. and And Barbara Walters came up to her and said... I knew I knew you know. Ask Abby, and you're no Abby, Abigail, whoever, and was like mean to her for the rest of her appearance on the View. <laughs> like her mother called her afterwards. Uh. Amy, Amy's mom called her afterwards. She's like, "What was that?" She's like, "I don't know. She just didn't like me." Jeez. And I just, I can't even imagine you know, the being getting to meet Barbara Walters, getting to be on the show, uh, and then being treated like that. I just, yeah. thought, I, I was just fascinated that Ask Amy decided to put that out there that's, after Barbara died. That's pretty funny. I, it just seems like. Abby I would ask Amy, dear Amy, is it appropriate for me to say mean things about someone right when they die? While well, everyone's mourning, like it seems like asking Amy would be like, eh, give it a few weeks. I mean, it's not
3: like Barbara Walters was a great person. She covered for like Kissinger and Roy Cohn and whatnot. So sure, it, having valid criticism of someone is right. fine.
1: I I just think it's fine. I, yeah. I was I was amused by the, like it just seemed as though her it would if someone would write into an advice column oh, to ask whether oh, or not yeah, exactly. saying, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah like, that just It just really, really cracked me up. Anyway, I'm trying to find the post that she has on there, but it. Uh, thank you, Amy, for putting that out there. The Amy, It's the Amy-verse for Ask Amy. I Ask uh, okay. Amy, advice columnist. Uh, let's take a break here. I want to talk about Andrew Tate when we come <laughs> yes. back. Uh, his cars have now been confiscated by Romanian officials. More after this on WCPT 820. We're driving it home. I'll tell you how that's going in just a moment. This is WCPT 820, where you can hear The Stephanie Miller Show every weekday, 8 to 11 a.m., because facts matter.
5: This is WCPT 820, where facts matter.
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. In your communities
1: in Chicago.
0: On WCPT 820.
1: So, uh,. Pat Thomasu from WGN TV News uh, wanted to know if he was the only person learning uh, who Andrew Tate was uh, the day that Andrew Tate was arrested, uh, and I, I kind of I, there are people um, on social media that kind of hear in the background, but I certainly don't like. Can, can, here's how naive I am, you guys. I I thought incel, like I heard the word incel for a while, and just was like I thought it was some sort of like literary term for I oh. I, 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 I didn't know it. That's meant, fine. Yeah, I had no idea involuntary yes. celibate. I oh, didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't understand that. So okay, so there are young men uh, who are angry that women won't sleep with them. Yes. So they want to uh first of all they tend to be extreme right wing like this guy uh-huh. Fuentes, right? From mm-hmm. from uh Chicago. Uh. Nick Fuentes who is a Nazi and says that women should be uh all kinds of things. I yeah, mean, like yes. wear so what, co- hair, head covers and church. They yeah. must go to church. Like all this like crazy. And by the way, Catholic, yeah. it's all, his yeah. stuff is all about Catholicism and Yeah, he also uh, had dinner and, with Trump and yes. Kanye. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know who Andrew Tate was until uh, Andrew Tate, Tate was a, a his house was uh, <laughs> broken into by, I mean, they, they basically raided. came in, they were yeah. raided by, yeah. uh, right. or executing a uh, legal war. I don't know how it works in sure. Romania. Sure. Uh, but yes, he was apprehended and uh, taken away for sus- suspected uh, human trafficking and mm. sexual violence, uh, kidnapping, all kinds of stuff. All
3: the stuff that uh, Re- Republicans like to accuse the yes. Democrats of yeah. with Pizzagate.
1: Yes. Like, oh, good. Yeah. So- well, and there was a pizza involved with this one, so that was... It's yeah. Fun too.
2: Yeah. So I I remember Adam's Tate, Adam Tate's name coming up around 2016 2017. Oh really? Because, Andrew Tate? Uh Andrew Tate. Did I say something You different? said Adam and I was Adam, like Adam, is it another Andrew Tate? No. Oh gosh. Is that I his brother one? maybe. I remember his name coming up because he was so vocal about it was the uh, it was the protest with the the people with the oh, tiki torches. The tiki torches. Yeah. So he was very vocal about that and that I think he that liked was,
1: He liked it. Yeah, of um, course. Of course will not he did. They replace us. Oh please replace I think, I think uh-huh. that 's
2: why he originally got or something along those lines is why he got banned from twitter okay uh, and he wasn 't he 's been banned for Twitter for five years until just recently because of course Elon let him back on right but yeah he he was very vocal uh, supportive of Trump when he got elected. And very vocal of all of the protests that were going on uh, at the time. He's he's always been this bad. He's a horrible, horrible human being.
1: Well, if we could have more guys like him who do horrible things, and then are if it, then it's worth getting them back on Twitter to have them arrested.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I will say this: letting people back onto social media and then having within a couple months them just be essentially removed from society. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if that's the price I have to pay, is that my Twitter feed is now a lot of right wing trolls and people that joined, have new accounts as of November 2022 <laughs> and have four <laughs> followers and just are. Blank profiles yelling at me, fine. I can just mute them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I got into it a little bit with somebody. I, you know, when, before, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw what I would often do getting in an argument with people on social media is I would use all these, I wouldn't just use one news story outlet. Right. I would back it up with a, several in order to reinforce that story. Yes. So, of course, one of the things that right wingers are going crazy over is the IRS and they're hiring 87,000 agents and they're going to be armed and they're gonna break down your doors. And so I got into this thread where someone was, you know, some right winger put that up there and then someone said, have you seen the training videos? So I clicked on that training video that was on YouTube and so I researched it was one quick Google about that video. Mm -hmm. It was at a college campus and it was basically like, it was sort of a role playing, fun little academy thing. They weren't, they were not pretending it was not a training video for the IRS. So I posted that. I'm like, hey, just so you know, that video you shared, that's really just a, it was a role playing thing. It was a a, basically a recruitment thing probably for college campuses sure, you know, yeah. whatever and and you know what the guy said, oh thanks for the information like that's how that's supposed to go down uh-huh. someone's uh. supposed to go oh I didn't realize that because I, I and I used several different places to whether well, it was not snopes as much anymore but places like that political types of yeah yeah and um for the first time in all the years I've been doing that like hey just so you know, I, I try to do it like as non-contentiously as possible yeah just in just, case in case hey, you didn't know
3: this information hey, here's where it came from
1: hey yeah. yeah hey not for nothing but maybe take it down a notch with you're crazy yeah. if, I wish that like but that was why I've always done that where somebody go oh I didn't realize that and that's what I contend is what i progressive is, is we take in information and go, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, now I feel better informed or I'll do more research on it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a progressive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm just tired of people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just tired of people. I didn't didn't understand this Andrew Tate thing at all. So he, he basically got into a throwdown with Greta. Oh okay so
2: um <laughs> actually story I pulled up, really up the account right here so what but happened was what happened was mean, which, no, his the, account no there's a whole story about I oh, pulled up the whole story not a social media so um what he did is he uh basically does not like Greta because he does not believe in uh Climate change realism, and right. environmental laws. So he made a huge deal about his. He's a big car person, and so the original tweet he said was, "Hello, at Greta Thunberg, I have 33 cars. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions." Okay. And so that's how it all started.
1: And she, okay, so she writes back with a, a small D Energy. She, at, right? she writes yeah. back,
2: "Yes, please do enlighten me." Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com, which was great. Yeah.
3: Um, it took him. He did eventually respond with. Oh, this is with, the
2: car, by the way, that he put yeah. in the tweet. Is yeah, yeah. it a Bugatti or something? Uh, some kind of ridiculous, it's some
3: ridiculous sports ridiculous car, yeah. car that you should and not be able bronze. to afford as a quote-unquote social media influencer. Right. But he responded with, how dare you? And it was not an immediate response. It was something like eight or ten hours. Yeah, it was and a while. And yeah. he came back. With a video or something? No, it was just a tweet. Like he, It took him over eight hours to come back with, how dare you? Oh, he did post a video after that. Yeah. Yes. And then he came back after that, how dare you, with another response, Like and another thing. He came back with, uh, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. It was along the lines of, thank you for letting us know the size of your penis, et cetera, right. as if confirming as if Greta had seriously chosen that as her right. email. And then he went like, uh, it was either a video or like a live stream. And that's where all the pizza box stuff comes
2: in. Yeah. And he, and he, uh, made the quote, make sure that these pizza boxes are not recycled. Yeah. Like, he, he, so it made a huge, oh big deal God. about the pizzas, mm-hmm. but the pizzas were from a place called Jerry's pizzas. And that was what made everyone assume, Oh wait, that's, in Romania, so maybe that's how they found him. Is because of that? It isn't. They had been investigating him for a while Since now. Since April, uh, but a lot of uh, a lot of journalists jumped on that and said, "Oh, Jerry's Pizza, that's in Romania. Oh, look, he just got arrested in Romania." That's how.
1: Listen to this. Apparently, although it's New York Post, so I don't take anything they say no, seriously. Don't. But apparently, the Taliban are reportedly worried about the fate of misogynistic influencer Andrew Tate, a former beauty queen who's been called "wifey" by Tate. Claimed that she was she. She discusses arrest and jailing with the Islamic extremists in charge of Afghanistan. What is happening? Oh, God. They're worried about Andrew Tate. Well, I mean, like, I guess it makes sense if he's a hero of theirs, too. He, Well, he's a hero of a lot of horrible people. Exactly. What does that yeah. tell you? Yeah. Oh, my. And so, and, and uh, two things uh, that come to mind for me. One is, I saw this... This guy, and I, again, I tried going through his Twitter account to see where he was coming from, but he was like, do we really want, you know, Greta's looked up to by a lot of teenagers, do we really want young girls responding that way and trying to, like, use, you know, uh, shame with the small d energy thing, uh, you know, is, do we really want to encourage them to behave this way? I'm like, yes! Yes! Yes, encourage uh, them. Yeah, I'm sorry. If, if, if it feels like you, you know you're worried about your manliness, if that's where you carry all your value, if someone says small D energy is going to like demoralize somebody, she, also she's not a young girl. She's, she's 19. nineteen. Yeah, she is
3: an well, adult woman. Uh, uh, she's well. she nineteen? She, she's twenty now. Okay. It's it- she lives in the future because it's uh, after midnight.
1: Oh, it's your oh, birthday that's today? Right. Yeah, what? January 3rd. Oh, come on. Yeah. Happy birthday, Greta. Happy Thank you birthday, so much. Greta. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy uh, birthday to you. Maybe just
2: because they only knew her years ago as someone who was an activist, they
1: well, think that, was that still she's.
2: who were two or three years
3: ago. The right wing, she looks younger. And the right wing downplayed her age and just kept saying a teen, a teen, sure. and portray- talked about her as if she was 13 or 14. Right. So if she right. was 13 or 14 two years ago, she's 15 or 16 now in their minds.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Well, which makes it more, f- I mean, like, even the, f- it, all of it yes. is insanity. Mm-hmm. Insanity. It well, really they, they
3: like to have their cake and eat it too. If she's of a certain age, they can talk down at her. But if she's of a different age, some of them can sexualize her. So they, right. And they just like to, depending on what mood or who they're talking to, they're going to play either card.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't get all this. And then the other thing is uh, there's a study that says that there are more, uh, the number of virgins under the age of 30. Uh, Is growing, and you know, maybe people are saying like, "Well, maybe if guys, male virgins, by the way, Maybe if guys didn't believe that choking and beating and and you know, dehumanizing women was the right way to go, maybe I I don't know. I I have to assume that social skills, interpersonal social skills, are not going to get better anytime soon. So Uh, the
2: pandemic definitely slowed that down.
1: And if if a young man's mind is easily manipulated by the hateful things that guys like Andrew Tate and Nick Fuentes put out there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like if that captures their attention then it you know, I mean, we've seen instances where it's all this male toxicity, yeah. where these guys feel like you know they deserve something. And it goes back to what I was talking about in the first hour about guys coming up to me at, at a bar mm-hmm. and expecting like that I'm going to be cheerful and happy to have it. I'm 51. <laughs> I'm tired, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. They feel entitled to your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that was why I, I slapped back at this guy. And then so in that in that feed where I talked about this guy asking me what I was up to while I was writing my journal, uh, there was a uh, some guy who calls himself his na- my neighbor because uh, I basically said that this guy, you know, my choices when I'm alone and a guy approaches me is to either have to pretend to be nice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. indulge whatever question they've asked me. You know, I, I, could, I could lie or whatever. Well, I'm just, I'm writing a book, you know, and then now I'm having a conversation with someone I didn't want to talk to. I feel safe and I feel unsafe and icky. Yeah, right. right. I'm, I'm, exp- I'm using energy I didn't want to waste on this guy. Or the other thing Is to basically be a bitch and and also put myself in danger because there are guys who get well. I'm just trying to talk to you. Well, you're a beautiful woman. Shouldn't I be able to take you know to talk to you and have a conversation? Lady, lady, B shaking her head like these are the things that men say to us. Like, come on, I'm just I'm just complimenting you. What? So yes. do this
2: do they do the same thing with men? Are these guys going no. up to men no, they don't know? That was, know? No, That's they what don't, I was really. asking. They That's don't a, they, they do don't. not. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. It's so, the whole point. So
1: then so my answer to him was I'm writing a book called Chicago Girl Sex Scandals City Politics and Serial Killers. And he goes that the, the title the title's too long. And I go well <laughs> I go, well, it was the best way for me to uh, get to the point, which is uh, my brother was murdered by John Wayne Gacy, and powerful politicians in my neighborhood helped him get away with it, right? So the, this guy on my feed was like, come on, Patty, do we really need to go into the the new year with this kind of energy? Like, I'm sharing a story that actually happened. So yeah. which part of it that I should it's have eventual. been nice to, I should have indulged him, I shouldn't <laughs> I shouldn't be calling out the politicians in my neighborhood. Now there are people um, who are like, ooh, what happened with the politicians, which we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the, uh, the Democratic so, committeemen of this area made... Made Gacy a precinct captain, and Gacy used that card to get out of sticky situations, including when the pe- police were called for disruptions at a bar. Bo- anyway,
2: yeah, yeah. So what's wrong with that energy? I don't see anything wrong with that energy. But I'm just saying to like, go by
1: the Greta, like, what, what we're supposed to like be nice to like dudes, no. so no. they're not so they're not incels because they're not they're not <laughs> they're they're, in, they're actually incels by choice. I don't yeah, care if they yes. call it involuntarily. Uh, it's they, by choice because they they make don't bad believe choices. that they don't believe they make that terrible well, choices. Nothing well, is
2: nothing is their fault. Uh.
1: No.
3: Absolutely. Well, they believe they're entitled to plenty of things, and they think women are things. Yes. Uh,
2: yes, women, yes. Yes. They believe women are property. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: They, yeah. yeah. All those maybe, things. Maybe people would talk to them and have a conversation with them if they weren't such trash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again, though, I don't know. I can't see it getting better because social skills are just not. So. And, and also, uh, I also feel like, and I could have used this too, like conflict resolution. Right. Yeah. Uh, like how to talk to people is not something we necessarily teach in class, even if it's meditation or if it's Mm-mm. just being aware of your Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling angry at this girl? Because she won't talk to me. What, what, what does it make? What story am I telling myself? Right. right. That she doesn't like me or that, I, you know, that makes me a bad person. But that's not my fault. That's her fault. Right. That kind of stuff.
3: Like if you feel like somebody says something to you and it makes you a bad person, like maybe go to therapy and yeah. determine whether that's right. ingrained
2: into your personality or that maybe you are actually a bad person. And, and there are also all these studies that are saying like, oh, social media is the reason that people can't be social anymore because everyone lives in their own ethernet of everything on, online. But I would also argue that because of all of the things that have happened with being online and social media, it's impossible to get away with hardly anything anymore. Right? That's that's the flip side of it. Like you can't be horrible and do horrible things without people catching it on a camera. So right. I mean, the, there's so many different versions of Are people getting better because of the internet, or are they getting worse?
1: Well, and I believe me, I the get nervous. Is yes, to yes. Both. yeah. Yes it really to both.
2: is. Yeah.
3: It's amplifying everything because the the internet is a tool. Yes. Uh,
1: let me take a break here. We're gonna wrap. When we come back, uh, we are in studio with Willie Opper and John Craig from RPG13 Improv Group. They're going to be pro- they're going to be having their first public performance, f- to the public, because they're going to do a, yeah. a light open. Yeah. I, I hope I'm invited Could, to that one. Uh, actually, open. you
2: were o- invited. Uh, oh. But yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let me see if I can find that. We can, right. we can figure it out. Uh, but yeah, it's a premiere. It's an invite only.
1: Invite only for the first one. And then for uh, February 2nd, it's open to everybody. Yes. Follow that up, RPG13 Improv, and uh, find out about this great show that they have at Newport Theater, February 2nd, 8 o'clock. More after this on Driving at Home with me, Patty Vasquez.
5: You're listening to WCPT 820, because facts
0: matter. You're listening to Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT
1: That's John Craig and Willie Opper in studio with me, uh, hanging out on this. uh, The uh, I think it's the official holiday for people. Like they have a lot of offices. It's the observed. The observed. It's called the observed. Because this is
2: this is how federal buildings and banks and all that say, like, oh, well, you can't have a major holiday on a Sunday. We got to work the next day, so we'll have that day be the observed holiday, so we can have that one off too.
1: I I I didn't mind it. I had the day off. I was very happy about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I, enjoyed it. I just it cracks me up how many holidays. Uh, More
3: holidays should be like that. Uh, uh, well, I mean,
2: voting day should be a holiday. There should be it should so be a holiday.
3: many. It should just be off. off. No one should have to work. Yeah, I agree with that, too.
1: Oh, thank you for, for bringing that up, because one of our listeners, Mirna, wanted me to remind folks to uh, request their mail-in ballots for the city of Chicago. Yes. We yeah, have our yeah. mayoral race, uh, yeah, and a, a lot of aldermanic races are, are kind of a toss-up. A lot of challengers, a lot of people retiring, yeah. a lot of appointments this past year. Uh, please do me a favor and take a look at every... At your race, you know, if if your older person was appointed, I'm not saying it, it, it's good or bad, but just take a look at all the candidates in the race because there is the privilege of incumbency. Once someone is an incumbent, yeah. that, that so your appointed person never they could they could hold on to that seat because they have they'll have the mower, the money and the power, and uh, without ever having been elected, they'll just get reelected. So please pay attention uh, mm-hmm. again. Uh, and I know that there are, are great people who get appointed, uh, and there are. Some not-so-great people who get appointed without uh, really any voice from the community. So take a look at all the races um, we have coming up. So I think we're going to talk to several of the aldermanic candidates. What do you guys uh, think about – John, you don't vote in Chicago, right? No, I
2: don't live in Chicago currently. So Uh, I I do. I live in uh, Logan Square, so my representative is uh, Rosa. Your, your uh,
1: alderman is uh, Carlos. Carlos, yeah. uh, who, who I love.
2: Uh, actually, he his office used to be right across the street from me, and then he moved, and now he's like three blocks down. But uh, I know exactly where his office is. Um, but I also I know someone personally who's running for uh, an oh, alderman do? position. Yeah, her name is Marianne. Uh huh. Um, I'm trying to find her right now. Uh, I think uh, I can't remember which. Uh, one she's running for. She's running for alderman in uh, one of the districts. I'm trying to find out which one it is. <laughs> so uh, the 46. the she's, 46. She's running for alderman in Ward 46. Okay, great. Connect me and I'll interview her. Oh, absolutely. I should, yeah.
3: <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, Willie can walk down three blocks. I mean, I, I also understand the... the. i got to move Three blocks away from Willie, like I can't be across the street from him. That makes sense. Uh, no, be that, across the knocking on the door constantly. I've got so, something to talk about.
2: That whole that whole story is hilarious because the reason he left is because Fishman was his the landlord of the oh, building, really? and Fishman and uh, uh, Carlos hate each other, and Fishman kicked him out of the original building. Yikes! Uh, which Ooh. is one of the more reasons I love Carlos because he hates Fishman yeah. as do I.
1: Uh, for folks who want to get their uh, the, their vote by their ability to get it out, a ballot by mail, go to chicagoelections.gov again that's chicagoelections.gov and uh, you can download a paper copy to apply to vote by mail uh, for the February 28th 2023 municipal election. Also, I would encourage folks to find out about being a judge of elections. It's a great way to make a little cash. A yeah. great way to interact with your community, sure. learn about the voting process. Uh, you just have to get up early. I've done it several times, and I enjoy it tremendously. Get up early, or just stay up. Yeah, right. Yeah. I uh, it was, I had to get up at five fifteen in the morning. I, so I, just okay. Yeah. So for me, that be don't go yeah, to bed. Don't go to bed. Yeah, yeah. there does <laughs> come that tipping point, doesn't it? Yeah. You're like it's uh, a long day. Too. It is a very long day, and it is a lot of fun, and it's very fulfilling. And if you have a good uh, a committee person in your area, you might get uh, you might get your first round of coffee and donuts ooh, in the ooh, morning yeah. and then your uh, pizza and pop a little bit later in the yeah. day. I'm just couple, saying couple, uh, trees. Yes. Uh, one more time it's RPG thirteen improv at the Newport Theater on mm-hmm. February second. Yes. Uh, showtime is at eight o'clock. You can mm-hmm. go to RPG thirteen improv Facebook page, Instagram, all those things. John Craig mm-hmm. and uh, Willie, we're gonna we're making plans if if not this year, we're all going to fringe next year. How's that? At some
3: point, Maybe to clarify Edinburgh Fringe. Because there are other fringes. Oh yeah, yeah no, this is, Elgin, an in, bro. The
1: this, this is that's fringe. This is an in, capital
3: T the fringe. But yeah. Elgin's got one. Elgin's not too far away. That's
1: true. I should look yeah. at some of those you too. Yeah, I, I think our, there's uh, one in San Francisco too. We've got to get Kelly Bolton I got to get Kelly Bolton, and she's she just did the uh, didn't she do the Golden Girls? Anyway, I, I got to talk to a lot of people. Do yeah. You guys have it. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly and yeah.
3: Vicky have a show coming up. Uh, uh, Elgin oh. fringe related uh, party cops.
1: Oh excellent. I oh yeah, yeah,
3: yes. Yeah. I will
1: I will reach out to Kelly yeah. and get her and Vicky in. Mm-hmm. You guys have a great evening, everybody. Uh, Mike Crutes up next with the Devil's Advocates. Have a great night, Lady B. Love you. Bye.